What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Kyle, a.k.a. The Perfect Gentleman. And this is your boy Jay with the suede soul and the velvet vibes. Lorenz Tall, Mr. Love Jones, Live All Ball, Everything Answer E, All of the Above, a.k.a. Snapple Facts. And we're back. Oh, yeah. With another episode of Bourbon and Boy Shorts, Two Single Fathers, Two Single Guys, Talking About Love Life and Drinking Libations. And who are we still inspired by? Uh, I can't say this because that's racist, but uh, the any mini money mo. You serious? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Oh um, so tonight we're inspired by the Basil Haydens. I feel like we've been drinking like 17 bottles of these. Thank you. Um, and of course, the small batch Elijah. Actually, this is a different one. This is a small batch Elijah Craig. Shout out to uh, DJ Ad Max who dropped it off for us um, at the battle on Sunday. That was Leo. That was yeah, great. shout out to the battle. The battle was great. For all of y'all who were in the attendance on uh, Sunday, uh, myself and DJ Ad Max, um, we did like a cybers or is a soul sample sunday mm-hmm. soul sample sunday and i mean we played all the samples that you know hip-hop artists and r&b artists sampled uh and producers in the game sample we just had a really good time it was actually only supposed to be like two hours and we wound up going like to damn near midnight um so we started at like what 8 yeah. 30 and we didn't stop until like midnight so we and, and we're working on a part two so um just thank everybody for tuning in it, it, it was it was a great time um I had a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and also, last night, thank you for everybody for coming out last night. Um, uh, we had another successful ladies' night down at Montego Bar and Grill. 1818 um, North Charles Street. Yeah. So, unfortunately, we have the we have the heartbreaking news to say that that was probably our last happy hour on Wednesday for the year. Yeah. Because um, as of Friday, well, when you guys hear this, um, yeah, as of last Friday, Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 uh we're shut we're shut down again. What well, is the city's going to go back into another shutdown and um yeah. So we'll only be coming to you guys via podcast again. And, yeah, and uh, we can do some Zoom happy hours. Yeah, we can do Zoom happy hours. We can work yeah, on that. Something. Still Wednesday night vibes and everything. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, thank everybody for coming out. We appreciate you guys. Uh, and it was it was uh it was lit. Yeah, it was. We we had a good run. So when we start back up around October. September. That's when we started back up the uh, happy hours? Mm-hmm. Wednesday nights? Wow, we had a good run. Mm-hmm. We had a real good run. Fourth quarter? Yeah. Fourth quarter run? Yeah. I'm not mad at it. Uh, I appreciate y'all. Thank you. you know what I'm, I'm not mad at it. Thank it you a lot. a good time. Thank y'all. Speaking of ladies night. Speaking of ladies uh, night. We actually have one lady that is here tonight with us, uh, ready to give us her spill on the financial side and the real, real was it realtor? The, the real estate real estate side excuse me the real estate side of things and um actually met this young lady at uh boonie's live show shout out to boonie yeah that was june last year when shit was open wow <laughs> that was real yeah so I, I i met this beautiful woman uh last year um at boonie's show uh come to find out she's like very intelligent very ambitious very just 
she's very very so um i'm gonna let her introduce herself and uh and get started to my right thank you for such a kind introduction um oh stop it <laughs> my fellow aquarian uh yeah so hmm. kyle actually has the same birthday as my brother so he told me that i'll all, he'll always be one of my favorite people since you know my brother's one of my favorite people he's kind of right he's awesome so oh, all right <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. My name is Chelsea, a.k.a. Chelsea's Change, a.k.a. Chelsea's Travel. Um, Ch- Chelsea Travels. I, yeah, I am a finance professional, CPA, realtor, insurance agent, investor, you know. I like to like to make money, help people build wealth. So, yeah, that's what I do. And I, I live in Baltimore, too. Well, thank you for coming on tonight. Thank you. Oh, that's, uh, thank you. Well, that's know. toast, yeah, because well, she, she's extra healthy. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate yeah. it. Take a sip. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Speaking of healthy choice, uh Chelsea actually made some banging ass uh Brussels sprouts and, and yams. Can I call them yams? I am what I am. You can call them whatever you want. She made some banging ass Brussels <laughs> 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 sprouts. <laughs> the yams is on, okay? Mm-hmm. For my for my for my IG folks, she made some she made some uh, some Brussels sprouts and some yams nice. and, and some sweet potatoes. It was a healthy. They asked yes. for a healthy option, so yes, this is really good, really good. So so good, we can't even finish. I'm at the yeah, nah. Say it it was like four pl- four pounds of Brussels sprouts. We and had like two, two pounds, pounds of, of kale. Yeah, two pounds. Oh yeah, I forgot about the kale that's in there too. She made kale. Kale. <laughs> Onions, garlic, yeah. you know. Four really sweet good. potatoes, two a piece. It was a lot, yeah. Yeah, so we're trying to process this food the best way we can. Healthy choice, you know, keeping yeah. us, keeping us, you know, you have to make sure that your bodies are staying healthy. We're getting all the nutrients we need to protect ourselves against all these viruses and stuff in this world. Oh, man, we appreciate you. Right, to that, I started taking vitamins. Yeah. Because, because of, you know, COVID, so March, I've been taking, like, my, my GNC men's vitamin, the one a day type joints, and... Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to get back on my one of days. I, I have one of days a lot. I haven't been sick in years. Yeah. Are you one of those people? Yeah. So I like I haven't had like a cold or like anything. So what do you do? What is your regimen to to keep you healthy? Um, I don't know. I feel like I've been off of it. But anytime I start to feel like I just take like uh I'll take selenium. I'll take double or triple vitamin C, double triple vitamin um D. And like I'll do like a B vitamin sometimes, zinc. Zinc is really good. So mm-hmm. just kind of doing those. So if I don't feel well, I like kind of overload my body with stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, zinc is good too. My uh, brother takes zinc magnesium for recovery because yeah. when he works out and trains his athletes, he has them take that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's just nice. Yeah. And then maybe take a day and sleep. Mm-hmm. I don't really sleep that much, but why don't you sleep? Because I do too much. What it is? What is it that you do? Because you, you did. We go. What? Oh, man. <laughs> I'll be doing too much. I, like I don't know. I have a problem saying no. So expand. Okay. So for instance, like uh, I went. My sister just walked in. That's her right there. But um, I went to a wedding with her for one of her best friends in Vegas, and my friend was getting married in New York the next day. And I was working on, oh, and I was working on um, videos for my course. I was still doing, like, work. I just had, like, just all the stuff that I was, like, doing at the same time. And I 
didn't want to tell anyone no. I was just trying to make sure everyone was happy. So I went to Vegas, did the wedding in Vegas, worked with one of my clients when I was there, did some recording for the video for like the course I was working on, then went to the wedding, I was at the reception, left the reception to go to the airport to then fly overnight to New York, went to New York. I ended up getting dressed at uh, Planet Fitness. I showered and got dressed there, went to the wedding, caught a train back um, home that night and started the week again on Monday. Oh, not bad. But yeah. That is kind of, I was about to say, that, that is, is horrible. Kind of, yeah. Are you crazy? That nah, is but, kind of busy. So, so how did you... So even with trying to manage all of that stuff and and never saying no, what made you want to take on all of these projects? I mean, outside of, you know, being there for your family and friends, but what made you want to take on all of these projects like, you know, real estate uh, investing and all of that stuff like that? Great question. Okay, so I say I do like wealth strategy. I by trade like Jeremy, I'm like an accountant by trade. So CPA and I've been doing that for like 15, 16 years. Diving more into money and understanding how money works, I started thinking about, okay, what can you do? How can you start to protect yourself from taxes, grow your money, because taxes is one of the biggest expenses, right? So how do you start doing that? Real estate is one way that you can kind of, I guess, shelter your money from taxes. How so? Because like you can, if you invest in real estate, you can defer your like capital gains. gains until it's a tax time that's more like beneficial. no like indefinitely you can essentially if you do 1031 exchanges you can defer it forever and now with the opportunity zones you can like defer it after 10 years you're essentially able to escape and there's a little bit more to that mm-hmm. than that but you're essentially able to escape having to like you don't have to pay tax on appreciation on the gain after holding the investment for 10 years Ah. It's short. There's See, a couple yeah. more rules to it, but yeah, right. But essentially, and that that right there is a is how wealthy people remain wealthy. Yeah, because you got to be able to have money that you can put away for ten years, and the average family doesn't have that that well, capital. That's a, that's that is where like that's one of the things I do. Mm-hmm. Average people do have that, really. But you have to think about how it is we like live our lives. We don't really stop to think about how we can kind of restructure to start putting money away. Like everyone's like, oh, I like because I tell people all the time, why are you just getting a house that only you live in? Why not get a multifamily? Oh, because I need the space. You can like I have a multifamily. It has one of them's two bedrooms, two baths, like one of the units. The, an- another unit is two bedrooms, one bath. Well, actually, the other two units are both two bedrooms, one bath. Like, you're telling me that for a short period of time, you guys can't live in a two bedroom, two bathroom apartment, rent out the other apartment, put yourself in a position where you can actually start saving money to then buy another place. And now your rental is paying for where you live. And now you have money to start putting away and doing something else. People don't think about that. But they will, like, I saw something somewhere that, like, people will go broke trying to buy their kids everything, but won't be disciplined enough to make sure their kids have more money in the future. That was real. Because it's that instant gratification. It's the look on Christmas morning. Like, we were talking about Christmas earlier, you know, when kids get to open up uh, presents and things, so you go broke so they can have a special moment. Yeah, like, I'm, like, the special, my nephew, I've bought him very few things. He is going to have... 
a close to a million dollar account by the time he turns 18 because what we're doing is funding his insurance policies mm. funding stock accounts for him funding like buildings for him so all this stuff he's going to kind of walk into adulthood having like yes, having yeah so like it work as an option like i'm person like i do not plan on paying for any of my children to go to college people look at me they're like i'm like i don't care if i have it i'm not paying for them to go to college now maybe if they want to go to med school like or become a lawyer, I might pay for like that. I'm not paying for you undergrad. Pay for, I, I get not paying for undergrad then, but why pay for med school or law school? Well, because you need a degree to be a doctor. You need a degree to be a lawyer. Or no, or a CPA. No, or C- you don't. You do need a. You, you need, need a, credits. Yeah, and with the credits, you might yeah, as well have a degree. degree. Yeah. So for a degree, degreed professional fields or professional licensed fields. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not paying yeah. for undergrad. I'm going to give you, like, each of my kids will have a building. Okay. They'll have something. And that's what, what you do with it. If you want to travel around the world, great. If you want to decide to sell it and then blow that money, great. If you want to take that and pay for school, great. Whatever you want to do with it, I would have given you the keys and the resources. Mm-hmm. That And people like 18, we need to start empowering our kids to make better money decisions at a young age. What are better money decisions? Um, okay, so my godson, like I tell him, like he's like, oh, I want this. I'm like, well, let's start talking about money. How much does this cost? What's this? What's this? And he's five. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like just kind of understanding like what this looks like and knowing how, like the value of a dollar. Right. I remember uh, my little cousin, he's, oh gosh, he's going to be 18 next week. But he was like nine or 10. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was out with me and uh, our other cousin. And he was like, this is only $10. And she said, how long does it take for you to make $10? He's like, I don't know. And kids will ask for things. And a lot of times we get them, but they have no concept of what it takes to get like that money. No, not true. So like even when people go and I look at people uh, buying cars and all this other stuff, I'm like, how many days do you have to work to pay for this? That's real. And a lot of times people are like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you are now, like the money that you put into buying something could be money that you could be putting investing. Like I was talking to uh, one of my friends. He has like, he's like, I want to have a million dollars in the bank. I'm like, that doesn't even make any sense. I was like, the interest that you're paying, mm. like that get paid out on a bank, having a million dollars, which isn't even insured because they insured 250000 right? You have a million dollars in the bank and... You're getting what less than a percent interest, mm-hmm. so that's less than ten thousand interest on this million dollars. But if you have it sitting in a fairly um, not non aggressive investment account, you can get ten percent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially that that dollar amount. Yeah, so you can make a hundred thousand dollars off of a million dollars. Yet we keep saying let's have this money in the bank even when they say oh have six months savings in a bank i'm like if let's say the average person has three thousand dollars a month in like expenses Mm -hmm. that's thirty six thousand dollars in a bank getting less than a percent interest how much money are we losing out on right we're taught that credit cards are bad yeah i was taught that i didn't get a credit card until i was over 25 Oh, I got my first credit. As soon as I turned 18, I applied for that bad boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I told her. 
then my brother like apply for it. Like if you can get your kids a credit card, build yeah. their credit early. Let's see what my aunt did with my cousin is they put him on their credit card. Mm-hmm. So he could build his credit because he's he's a he's on a credit card. Or they got a credit. Yeah, he's on their credit card. Yeah, but he, you know he's they're not going to default on anything. And they're fine. So they built his credit at a, at a younger age. Yeah, like put your kids in positions where then like someone in college did this, and I was trying to figure out how I could do it. Um, I'm a lot more bold now than I was when I was uh, mm-hmm. in school. But he took his refund and bought a, a house. I know a lot of people that did that. And I thought that was crazy until you get older and realize yeah. that was the smartest thing you probably could have did. Yeah, I was like, oh, how can I do this? But I just couldn't figure it out. But yeah. That's the best reason to go to college is to get a very low low interest student loans and, and invest it in something. Now they're kind of high. Like the- oh, yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, back, I feel like back in, but you could, well, it depends what you did. Because you could get a, a student loan and it'd be interest free as long as you're in school. You just got to pay it back and mm-hmm. the interest starts. Once you finish school. Yeah. Um, Six months after, I think. Six months, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. And you can push that back. Yeah. But if you if you have you a stay prop- in school. Yeah. <laughs> keep it keep it class. You want, let me get you but, <laughs> but I don't I don't think you can defer it interest free though. Um, no. So I don't know. The name of the game is uh no interest. That's why I always tell people to get credit cards. Get zero percent interest credit cards. You said no. You said no percent interest. Yeah, they have zero okay. percent interest credit cards or low percent. What, what did you say, sis? <laughs> Come to the mic. Oh no, I'm not saying that because I don't know if that's really legal. But okay. Yeah, we don't want. Yeah, we shut down. I'm yeah. not. I'm not recommending that to anybody. Uh, that's just so, so somebody said. And I'm saying I don't recommend this, mm. but they paid for their they paid their student loans off on their credit card and then they filed bankruptcy, which is kind of illegal. But is, is it <laughs> kind of is it though? If that's your intent, if you know that you're going to put it there and you know that you're going to file bankruptcy because you're, you're you're following the laws. I mean, but technically it's, it's just technically illegal, right? but technically it's, it's fraud. Because people, it's intent. Pay for the in, the, the medical expenses that they don't have an intent to pay for, and then medical bankruptcies are one of the, like medical, um, yeah. like bills are one of the highest reasons for bankruptcies in general. They shouldn't make it so expensive. They make it so uh, impossible that people are strapped with the options. Come to the mic. Come to the mic. <laughs> I mean, being someone who did a lot of school, like they put it to the point where they don't really offer a lot of. There we go. Um, a lot of um, scholarships you're pretty much faced with the option of working full time putting your health at risk because you're no longer getting sleep I know people who've had like sleepless nights they go to school all day just to go right back to work and it's like this endless cycle but there's so much money out there that they don't have to make school so expensive school is a business and like Mm -hmm. when you think about school in and of itself why am I going to college to learn the same things that I did in high school if I'm just trying to learn this like let me just take these classes in high school and then you say that all right if this is your major you only take your major courses why am I learning history and why am I being forced to take an art class as if I'm back in high school again if now I'm paying for it it is literally a business and if they really truly cared about our education they would make it a lot more affordable and not so repetitive 
Mm. Well, I, I think so that if they cared about our education, to your point, you'll get the, you'll take the things that you want to take uh, to the arts and things. It's trying to make you the the theory. Of, I think a well-rounded person, so introduce you to arts and humanities. Isn't that what sciences? Uh, I, I as as a, a random university in the country, I can't determine what all high schools do because students come from everywhere. So some high schools, yes, that's that's what they were for. Other high schools, you never got exposed to Shakespeare. You may not have ever. You may not have been exposed to algebra in your high school. So me as college, um, to make my degree worth something, I need to make sure I put you through the whole gamut of courses to say I pump out the best employees. Mm. Yeah. Um. I have mixed feelings. I don't think college is for everybody. Like it's very optional to me. Yeah, I was having this conversation earlier with my um my mom and my aunt, and I was saying, like, if college is supposed to be for us as adults and really prepare us for adulthood, then why aren't they teaching more life skills instead of arts? Like, art isn't going to make me a better doctor per se but they should be teaching investments they should be teaching cooking classes and offering things like that more so as an art because that's actually going to make a difference in our life if college is preparing us for livelihood and adulthood but they don't teach those things because if they really did that would be so empowering that people could really change the dynamics and be educated to make more informed decision over their um over their lives uh, like financial literacy. Oh, no, definitely. No, I, I definitely agree with that. I think there's a, there's a bigger need for why we need to learn our arts. I think in the practicality of school, you need to learn the things you want to learn to do the things you want to do. Art, you may not need to know about Picasso because that doesn't help you become an accountant, a lawyer, a doctor. Um, I think what arts do is unite people, right? Because Similar to sports, even, but all right, let's go to jazz. A good musician is a good musician. Black, white, brown, yellow. If you can play your horn, yo, you can play your horn. Now you you kind of unite people. If you have an appreciation for even whiskey, if you have an appreciation for bourbon, you can sit at the bar. We had an episode we talked about, you know, you know, the bar is the great uniter. You can two people drinking Basil Hayden's can have a start a whole conversation just because oh you ordered that you must know something about something. Um, I think that there is a benefit if everyone learns different arts and humanities in that capacity. I think practicality of it, um, school is a business and you only really need to go for the things you need to go for. One of the best things a professor said is, out of this book, 350 pages, you'll probably need five of them for your career. Your job is to figure out which five you're gonna need. Um, and that's probably college. Out of all your classes, you need five of them. Your job for four years is to figure out which five classes it is. Yeah, I read like, one book in college, mm-hmm. I think. Maybe. Wikipedia. That's how I learned. So that's how I learned everything in college. Yeah. Like I went to class and then I Wikipedia the topics. I was like, oh, they put it in layman's terms. I was like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah, I went to some of my classes. Mm-hmm. No. I just what. I don't know. It's just, I, I, like, my thing is, it. I kind of, like, said, what is the value? Like, do I have to go to class? Yes, no. Am I going to, like, do I comprehend this topic without having to be here? Can I, like, just look, like you said, look it up? Um, can I figure it out? I just had a way going to class versus going to work. So uh, your extension from, well, you did go to, 
you went to college for accounting, correct? I went to college for accounting, yeah. For accounting. Mm-hmm. And then from there, your expansions to, you know, real estate and um, what's the other one? You said it. Insurance. In, insurance and all the stuff like that. So you still stay within your general area, but then the expansion on that is is is, is far beyond greater. Go up. Yeah. Okay. So it's funny. Like with real, I knew in college, and this was something that was good because real estate. I took real estate classes when I was in school. Took for it, so that's yeah. why I raise it up. All right, bet. Uh, yeah. I took real estate classes when I was in college. Okay. I didn't get my license until a year and a half ago. Oh, okay. Right. My short, like I met someone when I was in school. He owned this like older guy, and he owned an insurance company and a gas station. And he like super inspirational guy, black guy. Uh, at 19 years old, I'm like, oh my gosh! There was this tax firm that I worked for. I was like their youngest tax preparer. I was like, this is what I'm doing. I'm like looking at all this stuff, and none of it really came full circle until I was in my 30s. You know, because like really starting to grasp it. But you don't need. You don't need a degree to do taxes, and you can make millions of dollars a year being like owning tax firms, millions of dollars, and only work a few months out the year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need a degree to do insurance. You can make a lot of money doing that. You do not need a degree to do real estate. You can make a lot of money doing that, right? But college is pushed immediately and these are things that 18 year olds can do and make the money that they would have made um, or that they would have spent in college and they can make more doing these things but we don't like like we don't teach any of that we don't even give kids options we don't educate them as to the different things that they can do go to college and figure it out I tell people if you don't know what you want to do do not spend any money going to college that doesn't make any sense. Like, take that money and travel the world. I think that's a better spend of your money. You will expand your horizons. You'll meet people. You'll learn different things. And then you'll start to actually have um, some direction as to what you want to do. Opposed to spending $20,000, dollars $40,000 to go to school to then not even do anything in that field. What about the social benefits of going to school? There are social benefits in traveling the world. I agree. No, I definitely agree with that. There are social benefits in going to work. There are social benefits. There are. I, I agree. I, no, I, I, yeah, there's, so, there's social benefits in all of that. Like, I had a very different college experience because I was a very responsible college student. But I don't know. I feel like the college experience overall is very irresponsible. I think that's important. I think we, we, we in dating, you talk about your whole, your whole phase. I think there's an irresponsible phase that college uh, affords you that that sometimes is, is needed. Yeah, so you're now paying to thousands of dollars yeah, to be yeah. irresponsible. Like, you for that, all that, you sure can you just make, you can go and work and still be irresponsible and be true. making money opposed to spending the money to be irresponsible. Very true. College, college is a luxury. I think moving forward, college will be a luxury. Yeah, I was going to ask uh, you guys what you thought about college now that we're in this uh Virtual yeah, I always I always thought my children would have a realistic opportunity to virtually do college, like not you know there's always been online schools, but to realistically do college online, I knew that was going to be an option for my children. We're here now, yeah. like it, it got it, it's become expedited, but I think moving forward, going to, living on campus is going to be a luxury. So to your to your point about uh, traveling the world, you know you may travel the country, 
Um, I think schools. Well, you could travel the world and still go to uh, 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 Penn State. Mm-hmm. You could still go to Stanford and just live in China and go to Stanford. You know, you know, you could. So I, th- I think that'll be the new college experience. Mm-hmm. Is where where will I take my classes? It's funny because I'm like I went to Temple. Mm-hmm. After the first year, you couldn't you couldn't stay on campus. Freshmen, fr- freshmen are not guaranteed housing. I mean, no, upperclassmen, upperclassmen are not. Not guaranteed. even guaranteed. Like you had to have special circumstances to even be able to apply. Oh, sheesh! Like major, like after like my freshman year, like there's like on campus, off campus housing that you mm-hmm. could be on, but uh, like athletes and then certain. Uh, students like, or yeah, they were special needs. Yeah, could yeah. do it, but outside of that, yeah. like we weren't even able to apply. Not as really. I have a lot of friends. Actually, uh, Carlisa was is did, did accounting at uh, Temple, and that was the thing I remember. Like this Facebook just popping off, and she's like, "I gotta find somewhere to live." I'm like, "Just stay on campus." You don't know. You you don't understand. I didn't. Like, you know, I'm gonna be on campus next year, but that's what it is. I th- but I think that's too part of the college experience. But that's the real life experience. Finding a place to live. Oh, that was paying awesome. Paying for it. And then, I loved it. then the experience of, all right, the cat, you, you probably could get a meal plan, but you got to cook for yourself daily, clean for yourself daily. Yeah, you um, could get a meal plan. Uh, paying for food. They thought yeah. I was a stripper. I wasn't. But I worked. I Why <laughs> do they think that? <laughs> so I worked, I worked at a club, right? Mm-hmm. And I just had a drawer full of money because I would get tips from the club. So I like had drawers of like, like, that stacks of the like, mm. singles, fives, tens, twenties, fifties, like, but a drawer full of money. Okay. I, I was like, I felt like I was rich back then, and my rent was only not three hundred ninety dollars. I know, right? It could all be so simple. Three ninety. I had roommates, but I think yeah, it was, right, a, yeah. but it was a three bedroom. Regardless, college split, roommates splitting, don't count. Yeah. Splitting three ninety. <laughs> no, it was. I was. I actually paid the most because I had the biggest room with a walk-in closet, oh. but. I know it was fancy, but I'm like three. Okay. It was All right, three, fancy pants. It was super fancy, right? <laughs> yes. It was. It was a brand new um, apartment building, and it was technically walking distance to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I think the entire apartment was the entire apartment was nine hundred dollars for a three bedroom, one bathroom, wood floors. It was a nice place. I was like, it's crazy. I'm like, man, you can't find anything that cheap. You won't find a studio for you. You can't find studios for nine hundred. No. Not nice. Nope. Nah. So to traveling, you said traveling is the is the currency, not the currency, but is a better use of your money. I believe so. Right. So tell us about your traveling, because I know traveling is one of your. Um, I think that's one of the first ways outside of the uh, Boonies podcast I was introduced to you, is your traveling page on IG. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Now you know. Now I know. <laughs> yeah, Jerry always, he's like, Chelsea travels. I was like, yeah, I'm Chelsea's changed now. But, you know, I'll always be Chelsea's travel. Yeah. So so what, how, do you get, how did you get into traveling? How did you change Ooh. from travels to change? Come on now. How did I ch- Okay. All right now, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll answer both those questions, right? So uh, Chelsea's tra- Chelsea travels was like yeah because i had this whole goal of like traveling and seeing everything i want to go to at least i want to go to at least 100 countries maybe more but at least 100 um and then i decided you know what i'm kind of working on my brand especially with the whole wealth strategy 
and Chelsea's change is like change the way that you see and think about money and also change because you know you get change with money right. so it's just kind of like you know my friend helped me come up with that but yeah okay. uh, travel I I don't know it's funny because my grandmother I was seven I don't know how I remember this she wanted to take me to Canada and I didn't want to go because I was scared to leave my mom. I was like, I don't want to leave my mom. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I beat myself up. Like, uh, like later, I was like, like even in like early like teens, I was like, I should have gone to Canada. What I, I maybe I guess would have remembered. Mm-hmm. But uh, we went to the Bahamas. I think it was like fifteen. I was sick, but like family went for my grandparents' anniversary. And I guess that was a kind of cool experience. I have no clue really where it came from. I guess when I uh, graduated college, I got my passport, my grandmother, because my family's from Liberia. She was like, she paid. Oh, you didn't know that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was supposed to make you guys (laughs) like, I was supposed to. (laughs) Okay. I I want this story offline. There is no story. Oh, there's a story. He was about to start singing Liberian Girl. Oh. (laughs) Okay. You guys can sing it. No. (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, I was supposed to make y'all Liberian food. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, what you mean, re- but, yeah, you don't skip over that. So, we over here eating four pounds y'all of Brussels said y'all wanted yes. y'all wanted healthy food. Okay, so then we'll just do it a, di- a different day. Yeah. Because it started, it, well, let's, let's be, it started at ceviche. Yes. Yeah. And I, ceviche. yeah. That's I'm my sorry. Yeah. I thought I was allergic to seafood, but I don't think I am. I don't know what I was allergic to. Um... That's fine. But yeah. Okay. So my grandmother, (laughs) (laughs) my grandmother, uh, for my graduation present, like brought me over to Liberia. So I spent like two days in Senegal. Very different experience. I slept with a net, like the mosquitoes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then I went to Liberia. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I could live here. It just, it felt like home. Um, And then somewhere in my 20s, I decided, like I got an opportunity to work to go to Mexico to do a inventory count. Mm. So I went to Mexico and then I like I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. Got a chance to go somewhere else. So then I decided, let's start going places. I, I took my brother and sister to Thailand and Malaysia uh, in 2014, I think. Uh, at that point, I had been to several other places and I, I decided I want to see 30 countries before I turn 30. Okay. I didn't make it. I think I was like 27. Damn. So now I want to see. Yeah. I want to see 40. Bef- now I want to see 80 before. Had you went to Canada? <laughs> no, but I had been. I went to Canada oh, at that I, point. I, I, I had gone to Canada at that point. So I'd, I'd been a lot of places. Um, yeah, I want to go to 40 countries. Bef- no, 80 countries. Sorry, 80 countries before my 40th birthday. Okay. I'm at like 51, I think. And then I want to see every continent by then. So I've done everywhere except for Antarctica. That's the one. So I want to go to Antarctica for my 40th birthday. So anybody out there in TV land that wants to go to Antarctica, let me know. Wait a minute, because I need to think about this question before I ask it. It's about ten to ten to twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. For the trip. (laughs) What's this? What's what's this one? That's the Arctic. Just the Arctic. Yeah, so well, thinking, uh, Greenland. I want to go to Greenland Canada, too. Uh, Iceland. Iceland. Iceland's dope. Iceland is really the greener country. No, I know, I know the, the yeah, differences in that, but Greenland is top. Aren't they like 
kind of like next to each other or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Greenland's the big one. It's closer to North America. Greenland. Is it? Mm-hmm. Like the Canada part of North America, but. Oh, okay. I might look at the map. Yeah, in my head, okay. yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Where were we at? 80 countries is about 40. I meant, yeah. You had 51. 50, 51, something like that, yeah. So what's your favorite country thus far? I don't do countries, I do cities. Okay, what's your favorite city thus far? Cape Town. Hmm. Like, Joburg was okay. Cape Town. I say, like, I, I realize I must, like, see country, I mean, see cities. Because okay. I like Cape Town, Chiang Mai, Chicago. Shout out. Okay. I love Chicago. Okay. Why, why Cape Town? Cape Town. So I say Cape Town and Chicago for, they're similar, but they're different. Like, I can, I've gone to Chicago a ton of times. I've been to Cape Town once, but like, that time that I was there, I did so much. I'm like, I went from the mountain to the beach. In Cape Town. In Cape Town. Then there's history. Then there's food. Then there's um, music. There's shopping. Um, there are the wineries. Then if you want to do, like, the games, like the safaris and stuff like mm. that, all that stuff. I'm like, there's so much, like, wealth in one city. It's amazing to me. Like, to me, how can you get bored? When you have all those options, you don't want to go to the beach, go to the mountains. You're tired of the mountains, go to the vineyard. Oh, you don't want to do the vineyard, go play with the Mufasa and them. It's like literally. I, ain't doing that. I want to do a, a so, walking safari. So why not move there? No, I ain't doing um, I'm probably always going to live in Baltimore. Why? Because uh, my family's here. Move your family with you. Like I have I'm a, sure. my thing is I'm like I'm fine having a home base mm-hmm. and then having other places that I can go. I'm trying to make sure I have a life where I can be wherever I want to be, mm-hmm. and always have a place to come back to. Got you. So I got you. So when you say having a home base, say would you have properties in other places? Yeah, I'm looking. I'm trying to get a place in Mexico. Like that's my um, 2021 goal. Yo. What? I'm so sorry. Debo just passed away, bro. Who? Debo. From uh, Friday? Yeah. Oh, so- what happened? I'm going to pause I'm going to be looking at my phone, bro. I'm going to pause it right now. We pause. Damn. He's 62. He's young. What happened? I don't know. I ain't even open. Damn. Oh. All right. Debo passed away, bro. Well, so Cape Town, Chicago. Sorry about that. I mean, damn. Rest in peace. That's just crazy. Yeah. Um, we can have a moment of silence. So you know we watching on Friday, everybody. <laughs> wow, ask tomorrow's Friday. That's crazy. Um, shit. Uh, where was I? So, so with all this traveling that you've been doing, you ever took any like vacations or anything like that? Like, son. I mean, I got a whole two. Is that what we're talking about now? Yeah. Vacations. You get. You about to get looking at property in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I've seen. That seems very romantic. You know. Well, it sounds like a tax deduction to me. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Which one? The property or marriage? (laughs) Both Both. Both of them. (laughs) So you would date for business purposes? 
I believe that. I, it's funny because I was on like Boney's thing the other day. She was having this conversation, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, "Marriage is a business. Well, it is. It is. You're gonna fall in and out of love with somebody, and thing is, I guarantee you, if you guys aren't able to have a comfortable life or a life that you want." It's going to make that marriage that much more difficult. So be very careful who you marry. You guys need to have the same goals and ambitions. Right. If you don't, it's not going to work. Even if y'all stay married, you're not going to be happy. But getting back to my question, because we are not in the business of letting people deflect too much. Too oh, much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whoa. Right. Someone had asked a question, right? <laughs> but, uh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you know oh. what the question was, and I don't even got to say it again. So yeah, get to it. I've been on a few before. Nice. How was it though? Like, and I'm not saying like from a just personal some, space. Some were good, some were bad. Yeah. Let's talk about the bad ones. Like, what made them bad? Because we fought. Who the who fights out of that? Depends. It depends. It's okay. So right. The fight had the fight was carried brought on. It was packed in the baggage. Like the fight came with them. <laughs> No, it didn't actually. What? So what's it called? The overhead compartment? Yeah. No. <laughs> it act it act like so my ex husband, so I was married, right? Huh. Y'all both knew that. Don't don't be looking at me like you all confused. <laughs> yeah. They don't know that right. Oh, you know, they they were surprised by that, but you know, Kyle, Kyle you uh oh, you you need to you need to look, look, I'm just saying you need to get I'm like gonna find now. you yeah, I am you're gonna find I'm gonna find you like a uh, acting gig because the faces that you make are just priceless. I love them. Word. Bad vacation. How was that? <laughs> okay, so okay, my um ex husband and I went on um to Chicago. Shot you know, shot town. That's you why know? she likes it younger. Okay, no, I, I deep I, dish pizza. I've okay. been like the pizza's good too. <laughs> but you know. No, okay. So we were there, we were having a great time. This is our second trip. It was very early on in like our dating relationship. Like six months early on? No, like three or four months. I don't know. Ooh, I that like is early. That's yeah. early for Y'all went on a vacation three or four no, months. No, we went on vacation a month. I typically I'm like, Oh, I'd like to go on a vacation if we're gonna like within the first like two months. That's good because you need to see how people change on vacations. Yeah, I'm like, let's go. Well they like, reveal themselves, I feel like. I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, let's you wanna go here for the weekend? Actually, oh, that's what's up. I think I think going on a vacation is is the equivalent of living with somebody because yeah, you get that's to see, a lot of space. And yes, time a lot of space, other. and and you get to see how they are. But you do a weekend one. That's what I'm saying. A long one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do three days, three and out. Yeah, that you should be. If you can't stand to be around someone for three days, then that's a lot of damn space you, and time. That's not even that much. If you can't stand to be around somebody for three days, you don't even talk to them. You don't even need to be friends. I I, I say what I say based upon. Um, that might be a new thing. Um, early in the game dating. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just saying. I. I. I based that upon. I, my statement was based upon that. Now, if it's months or years down the line, I mean that's different. No, but early that's on, sure I, really, I don't really like wasting my time. Respect. But, okay, so the fight, right? Yeah, how you get to the fight? <laughs> so, so me and Shot Town. Uh, we're yeah, and we we were at a piano bar. Ooh. Right. This was like I'm surprised I remember. This is like eleven like years ago. They only got them on ships. Yeah, it was God. nice, right? <laughs> so it was nice, and we were there. And he said he had to go to the bathroom. I was like, okay. So I'm at the bar, you know, and I'm like sitting there. 
time is passing. Ten minutes goes by. You know, people Meaning come up talking to me and stuff like that. Twenty yeah. minutes. I'm like, okay, you know. After about twenty, in between twenty thirty minutes, I got him went looking for him. He was outside smoking with these white boys a cigarette, and no, he, he brought just, that on himself. Yeah. No, he so, brought that on himself. I'm, yeah, no, I'm try, you know I'm trying. No, no, no right, he right, brought that on right, himself. Right, fuck yeah, that. and like it was a while because I like was you in really, Shotown, bro. So he just like left me there, and he was yeah. there, and just yeah. like kicking it. They're just sitting there smoking a cigarette, laughing, joking with them. I'm like, one, you don't even smoke. Oh, oh, oh so so you know. So, he, but apparently he smoked with his white friends. That's just what he did with them. That was the only time he ever smoked cigarettes. So the white friends were there. No, like random just random friends. ones. Oh, that's what. Was he white? No. He's black. He's Liberian. But uh yeah. So Oh, you try to stay in the Yeah, so I just like I was no really upset because I'm like, you like left me at this bar by myself for all this mm-hmm. time for you to sit out here and hang out with strangers. Like you could have even decided to come get see, me and be like, Hey, I met these people. Can we come outside yeah. here for a little while? You see Chelsea sit up when she said that. She was like, you left me here. She Basically, she was saying, you left all of this here to go stand with some white boys. But here's my thing, right? right? So now I'm about to be on my little mm-hmm. being slight okay, petty here we shit. Go. You know what I'm saying? Here we so go. why did he find it necessary to get up and leave you for 30 minutes alone? Mm-hmm. Was the conversation not stimulating? Was the night just a blah? Like, what, 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 why? Why would he do that? I don't know. Response, please. I, I really don't know. But like, so I was upset. And then he told me I was making a big deal and all this other stuff. And then the next day we were on the train because I like to have a very natural experience as if I live in places. I'm not a tourist when I travel. Um, and he's sitting on the train. He's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, I just really thought about it. And I would be so mad if. My sister's husband did that to her, so I should have never done that to you. That's good self. That's good self reflection. Yeah, it was after like lots of discussion about it. But he got there. He got there, and I was like, I forgive you, and left it. And then the rest of the trip was good, but it was a tough like sixteen hours. Because I was like really upset. I was like, How can I trust you if you'll just like leave me by myself in a strange city. I was also 24 in a strange city mm-hmm. by myself at nighttime. So, so, so in Chi-Town. Was y'all downtown Chi-Town? Y'all was like downtown. border hood. No, downtown. It's like all Chi-Town is border hood. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. It does take like three blocks and then yeah, yeah, the exactly. hood like real quick. So how did, how did how did you resolve though? So was it just an apology and okay, everything is good? It was as simple as an apology? Because you eventually married married the gentleman. I did. Right. So, but I oh, you time. married? Him? Yes, I married him. I know. Damn, you love it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, so that's the whole red flag thing, right? That is a, that is. A, but red flags don't mean stop. But it don't doesn't mean you can never proceed again. Even you know, street lights change. Yeah, but there are a lot of red flags, and I just okay. ignored all of them because he also like cheated on me that's a lot of times a big, that's before a, that's a, we got married. He lied about some of it. And then even after we were engaged, I gave him like one of those like clean slates, just tell me everything. 
he told me some, but he didn't tell me everything. Nobody ever believes they tell you everything. I made that mistake. Well, the thing is, everything. Everything. no, so you should just tell everything. everything. He should have just told me everything because Twice. then he told me later because he kind of, like, I was like, I know you're lying to me now. Like, and he confessed. And I was like, why didn't you just tell me this before? How, how old were you? Were y'all? We were 25. Why, and why was it important that he tell you everything? Well, because he had these girls on my face. Uh, so I'm like, you had these girls here hugging me and all this other stuff when, you know, X, Y, and Z was happening behind my back. Like at the bar, and one of them would pull up like, oh, hey. Just like in social settings. Yeah, social settings. And maybe that's why he didn't, though, because he felt like. No, because now I'm sitting here and. Like Boo Boo the Fool. Yeah. I'm being embarrassed because. Hugging the side piece. Damn. That's so I probably after that and there's some things I'm not gonna say course, like I'm like innocent but like I didn't cheat on them. I probably but I probably at that point should not have gone forward because I knew I wasn't over it and that was something very difficult for me to and it wasn't even the cheating part, it was the lying part. I'm like, You're lying to me and now having me in places where people are coming up like even after we were married uh little stuff like i all the stuff you could do on facebook right like honesty box and i don't even know about and like just like oh i'm posting this picture but i'm only posting it so like you and your people can see it but then other people wouldn't like i remember my cousin came to me one time she was like um i just want to let you know that this is what's happening and uh i got somebody like a couple girls were trying to talk to him and they're like oh they had no clue he was married she's like oh that's my cousin's husband they're like oh he doesn't have anything on his page that indicates he's even in a relationship so his page that everyone else saw versus the one that i saw completely different Yo, the effort in that yeah so tiresome that's tiresome, it is, it that's tiresome. I, I can't tiresome. like number one like even getting to the to the marriage part is like trying to live that double life to get to that point mm. separately and then be married and still try to live separately like that's but it's my fault he told me he's like i don't know if i'll be be able to be faithful before or after getting caught cheating after okay i was like oh we can work on it that's what you did i was like i said i'm moving to california i was like that's fine i'm just gonna like that was your to- response yeah i wanted to move to california so i'm like i'm foregoing this to be with you to be here so if this isn't what we're going to do then i'm gonna just move and then we will be done so it was just a Did no you move? no he said he was gonna make it work so we made it of work and we got married yeah. so but i'm like there are just things that i'm like i should not have was, yeah. yeah i should like and i yeah it like i caused him hurt because then it just went like down this yeah. this very bad roller coaster and then i was like oh it's just a free free fall for everybody let's let's get it let's like fuck it everybody going down like you do what you want to do i'll do what i want to do we can all just do what we want to do mm-hmm. is that what we're gonna do and at that point he was like i want to do this i want to make this work and i'm like but I'm really big on like, I'm not gonna say cheating's not a big deal, but my brother has this thing, pizza and hamburgers, 
right? Just because you like pizza doesn't mean that you don't like hamburgers. So just because you're with this person doesn't mean like if you were someone else that does, you're not you committed. But what if you get a cheeseburger pizza? There you go. Or pizza with burger meat. Yeah, I'm like yeah. So I'm I say that to say life happens. <laughs> you know, I understand. Like it doesn't mean that like. People think, oh, because you cheated, it means that you don't love me or something's wrong in our relationship. It doesn't necessarily mean that. And I understand that. But I'm really big on don't lie to me. Don't embarrass me. Don't don't make me not feel safe in this relationship. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel safe in that relationship. I respect that. Because I haven't gotten, I got sick one time and had to go to the hospital. And, uh my best friend had to take off to take me to the doctors and stuff because he wouldn't take off at work. So I just didn't feel protected. Mm-hmm. That's, that's So I didn't leave because of the cheating. I left because of the safety. Outside of trust and, mm-hmm. trust and uh, honor, like security is like definitely probably, now I went probably the most talked about um, thing that women really look for in a marriage is that security. It doesn't necessarily have to doesn't necessarily have to be financial. It, mm-hmm. it, a lot of times the emotional and just physical, like just feeling protected, feeling mm-hmm. that security. Like if you can't provide it, a lot of women will tell you like, yo, I just if I don't feel protected, I feel like this is for nothing. Yeah. What's the point? But I do realize that with men, I'm just very generalizing, do do but it is the need to kind of protect also from that financial um, pers- like perspective, um, physically and financially. So I think that also added to us having a hard time because he was trying to figure out what it is he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And like there's a period of time he quit his job so he could go back to school when he was doing, uh, my sister actually found him um, like a, essentially like an intern job because uh, he was going back for physical therapy but he needed to get hours and all that stuff. Mm. So he wasn't working. And I was working, I was teaching, and I was working my job. Uh, And there was already a pay disparity between us before that. So he had a job where he were making about the same, but he was like, I work for Sears. I can't say that I work for Sears, but I'm like, you're a manager. You're the youngest manager that they had. And you are making, because we were like 25, I was like, you're making 75,000 at this job, so you're gonna leave this job to put on a suit and tie to go to a job where you're making 40,000. What sense does that make? Right. So, but that also caused tension, like issues. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a lot of pride. Yeah. I mean, no, it is. But when you're, especially in like an African community, there's certain things oh, that yeah. we're talking. Oh, this is the librarian gentleman. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely, he has to be, he has to be the, the leader in all aspects, the breadwinner or out front yeah but i will say i like one time um i got really upset his sister told his sister and his mom told him i was right but we were at his sister's house and he goes and he's taking he's like packing all his food like a lot of food and i got really upset because i'm like you're doing this that's like you're making it look like i don't take care of you Mm -hmm. to your mom and your sister and yeah and they were like oh let him take it i was like he doesn't eat leftovers all he's going to do is take it. I'm going to be the one who eats it or it's going to get in the trash. But I was like, he's making it look like, and then he's like, well, you don't like cooking anyway. I was like, I cook for you. I was like, you have a meal 
every day. Like I would make sure he ate like five out of seven days. Mm. The other two days he would bring something home. So, so five was, out of yeah. seven. I would so what was the purpose of him packing the food then? Just to to shame you? Show off was for his mom. Uh, like his they could cook. The food was good, but I'm like, gotcha. I'm like, let's take a couple. Let's not take. 10 containers of food hey, yo. <laughs> it was a lot of food i'm like we don't need all, all this and yeah. like and i was like you don't even eat like, like if it was in the refrigerator more than two days he's like he's I'm not, I'm not eating it but i'm like i will cook i used to make all types of stuff and i i think i'm a pretty good cook there's been a lot of single women that's been coming on this show right talk to me and you you included wait you single? What do you consider single? Uh, anyway, oh, like I was like saying, saying <laughs> a lot of single women has been coming on the sh- coming on the show, and it's like every woman really has been like they have a great foundation, family wise, as far as wives in the making, mm-hmm. and they just like really get the shitty end of the, like the deals from like a lot of do- like have you noticed that yeah. like they always talk about I, they I, I used to do it's- this or if they've been married. It's partially our fault. That's what I was getting ready to say. They, 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 they their selectors have been off as well. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Or, or, I realize there. there's certain things that I probably because there's certain things that I probably let slide that I shouldn't let slide. Mm-hmm. That if I didn't, maybe would yield a different result. Okay. I think too. You know, we look at the ages of when. <laughs> Women got into that that not as it's not a cycle, but when you start dealing with somebody that's like you, you forego the red flags. So you're 24, so you think oh, it could get better. We you don't necessarily have enough life experience to know. While it could get better, I don't gotta deal with this. Yeah. It shouldn't. I shouldn't even. I shouldn't have to deal with this. They should have gotten this better before they entered my space. Mm. Um, I think yeah, but uh, to your point, a lot of women have come on the podcast. Yeah. Please. Okay, so you should probably introduce yourself a little bit. Hi, I'm Chelsea's sister. We're cool with that. All right. right. (laughs) We're cool with that. You know, we can save your full introduction for when you come on. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll save that. All right. Um, I mean, I think it really just... All right. I think it really just depends on personality differences. Because even the personality between how my sister and I handle relationships is far different, right? I haven't been in some long-term relationship, and her and my brother have. I've watched it. I wanted it. But then when it gets to how people treat me and how I feel, they have three months max. And she was engaged. And I will walk away. Because at the end of the day, how I feel, like, I've even, like, during that engagement part um, with the desperation in certain things, when I feel that I'm losing myself in certain aspects are rising that are not of me if i'm starting to have trust issues if i'm always anxious and you're making me feel a certain way i'm so used to being alone i've learned that i'd rather just be happy by myself than be miserable with someone else so i will be quick to walk away i will give you chances i gave him three or four months like of bad you know back and forth if it's not working out it's not working out and i'm not gonna sit here and stuff it down your throat because at this point I'm too young. I'm 29. I was 22 at that point. 
if it's not working now, how can I expect a marriage to work and with kids and finances and other things that come into play and then you're still developing as a person? You're always going to be developing. That never stops. You're always learning and you're always changing and adapting. And, you know, unconditional love is being able to love someone. But just because you love someone unconditionally doesn't mean you have to stay. Mm. Like you can love people from a distance and that goes with friends too mm. because people will drag you into the dirt because of their own darkness. Let's talk about manipulation talk and about how it. people will say, oh, but like you love me and I like everyone always walks away from me and I never get this support or everyone always leaves to kind of get you to stay opposed to you know and like because i feel like sometimes i'm one of those i get caught in the like what she just says just because you love someone doesn't mean that you need to stay and be treated poorly but then you use the well you say you love me everyone always leaves and all that to kind of manipulate you and make you feel bad like oh well then i'm abandoning you too and i don't want to abandon you but, so you stay and get mistreated okay two things mm-hmm Number one, shout out to your uh, ninety day trial. I'm, I'm fuck with that. I'm fuck with you. Was that AOL? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 she really giving like ninety day probation. It's like, listen, nah. Some of them, some of them don't make it that far. You're done, son. We're gonna part ways. Uh, thank you. Uh, there's a gift bag on your way out, and talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> but the manipulation aspect. Mm-hmm. How long? How many times do you feed into? that aspect of that person's life because i know that maybe the first time if they bring that issue to you like well well in my household this never occurred so like for me it's like i'm not used to this and okay that's the first conversation that's not manipulation nope that's what i'm saying so how many times of that conversation does it turn into manipulation and you fall for it because at a certain point if it's the first conversation it's not really manipulation it's just you finding a new you're finding out something, a new fact about this person that, hey, you tell me that, you know, you feel this way. I've never heard this before, but you feel this way about that because X, Y, Z upbringing. Then there's a second time where we're in the same uh, lane of this conversation and you're kind of reverting back to the same. Well, you know, I've told you before, like, this is why I'm like this because X, Y, Z time number three it's the same conversation so everything so now what is the manipulation i mean how many times do you listen to that before you get manipulated into feeding into or i think i think one time could be considered manipulation like it's a difference between i hear what you're saying you can have a conversation and say hey i didn't realize x y and z and then say how you want to get better opposed to well you know i'm like no one's here for me and no one supports me and no one loves me and like everyone always walks away you know and you're just doing the same thing right has nothing to do with hey i recognize that there's this this difference let me let's how can we correct it versus now you're the victim and everyone's Mm -hmm. leaving you and it doesn't matter what you do or how hard you try you're never good enough that's what that's where the manipulation that can happen the first time Totally agree. I, I just I just said that based upon because I said that based upon you. You sound you sound real forgiving from your from your your ex husband, 
as as far as like in early oh, in, in the early stages. But you know what I'm saying? But in the early stages it was like even the late stages I was forgiving. But you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so that so that's what I'm saying, like how many conversations does it become uh manipulative to Before I walk away? Period. I mean just how does it how many conversations does does it take for for it to become manipulative? Now the person the first time if the person is cognizant of it, which on the outside looking in, we don't know because this is our first time hearing it. And the first time hearing it, I'm going to be like, well, why didn't you say anything? So, like, let's really get, dig deep into that. If, if it comes back the second time, it's like, but at the same time, you already knew I, or, or I didn't do anything to trigger that or you. But even still, if you know that you weren't brought up like this or you didn't get love or whatever like that. So why even? Why are we in this relationship? Right. Why? Why? Why continue down the same path for us to be back here again? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I I guess now that you've grown from that relationship and um and that marriage and you got out of it and now it's you know it's you have a your head is on your your your, your perspective is is clearer mm-hmm. more so on what you want and what you look for in a man. So now for you, if if that conversation kind of comes up again and you see that red flag, but you choose to ignore it, is that manipulation or is it you just it's it's I think it can be manipulation and me being a sucker. Like, I don't think they're mutually exclusive Hmm. or no, I think they are mutually exclusive. I think that you can be both. What's the percentage? Oh, every single time it's both. You know what I mean? It's not like uh, if one exists, the other doesn't. They both exist. Mm-hmm. I am a sucker and I will be manipulated. I'll know that I'm being manipulated. I'll know people taking advantage of me, but. Why you don't, no, ain't no but. Why you, why you don't say nothing? Ain't no but. It's not that I don't even say anything. I still let it happen. It's not that I don't say anything. <laughs> oh, sis come through. Yeah, but it's just like. Oh, so you, I such do you know you know how I said I like literally flew from the west coast to the east coast to be there for two people. So what are you gonna say no to yourself? No, I'm not mm. doing it this time. No, Chelsea, we're not you getting we're no, not doing a double wedding in in 48 hours. We're not look, doing it. I said no to some stuff this week. I was actually very what alcohol. <laughs> alcohol. No, so one of my like one of my friends is doing an event. It's in um. Connecticut, and she like what's I'm like I can't go. I just you literally can't. can't get to Connecticut during pandemic. You literally can't get there. Oh well, she thinks that I can, but I'm like even if I could, I'm like I really can't. Like I'm, I don't know. I told her she already. know now. <laughs> no, I told her I was a big girl, and I was like mm-hmm. I cannot make it. I can't do this. It felt. It did feel good at first. I felt at first I felt a little bit bad, and she told me I can't feel bad for like making sure like oh that's me i'm like i can't do that like i just feel like i'll say all the time i was like everybody always wants something and i'm always trying to give something like everyone's like oh well can we get this or can we can we do this or i miss you i'm gonna see you or can we do that or can i get your opinion on this and mm-hmm. yeah because you damn sure said no to my ceviche but nonetheless wow. no i'm playing i'm playing that was a joke, see, was a joke. so now <laughs> now you see this is the whole manipulation thing that's right not, so right, the, he, 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 he made me feel bad just now. He knew I was going to feel bad, so now he's going to have ceviche the next time I see him. Oh, well, why can't it just be a joke? No, I was. I, I, was know, I know, I know, I know, man. Okay, 
Okay. But yeah. Please do. Yeah. Because you seem like to be your Chelsea's uh, angel, good angel, or bad angel. Yo, y'all ever watch Key and Pill? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Obama. That's Obama speaking. Yeah. I mean, she's my big sister, but I protect her too. And, you know, I'm the person she'll come to and I'll tell her and I'll give her chances. But if I see that she's hurting herself because she's not setting healthy boundaries, I'll overstep them. She does because she definitely, I remember mm-hmm. this one guy I was dating. Uh, she would like. Mm-hmm. No, she, she definitely. And then he broke All up with smoke. me. She said something to him and then he broke up with me. Damn. What did you say to him? Dang. <laughs> she knows who she ready. She got this in locked and loaded. I said, Fuck my sister's man. a good person. And if you don't have good intentions for her, where you already know what she wants, and if you're unable to give it to her, then you need to walk away. Oh, that's fair. Because right now, she's clearly not in a position to where she's willing to walk away from you. So you're just going to need to do it if you care anything about my that's sister. That's double fair. That's triple mm. fair. That is triple fair. That's a Let me ask you this now. Yeah. Who protects you? She protects herself. You do? She give you 90 days, bro, or no, 60 right, at this right, point. That, no, that, my that, sister, she protects me, too. I could say, because even with the engagement where I was giving chances, she asked me a question. Uh-huh. And when I have the thought in my mind, I'm very analytical. So I'm going to think about it. And I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to give you chances to answer them. I'm going to look for opportunities for you to, you know, be clean with what your answers are. I'm going to keep checking you until it's done. Let me ask you this. Would you say this is true or false? Chelsea loves fast. You love hard. Chelsea loves fast and hard. Okay. (laughs) I love fast. I love quickly. My love is still genuine. There are all these different people I still care about. They hit my phone. They need advice. I'm there. Care is different than love. To me, it's an aspect of love. God is love. I right? agree. It is an aspect, but it's not the full. Okay. No, I never said I'm in love. Hold I don't on. fall. I always. But ask when you do, people. you fall hard. I never did, so I don't know. Okay. okay. I I ask somebody this. I'm like, what is the difference between I care for you and I love you? What is the difference between I care for you and I love you? That should be the title of this. I care for you and I love you. Yeah, I like that. While you're yeah, thinking about that, and when you're writing that down, there's a difference. But go ahead. I just want to know what it is. Yeah, I'm about to answer it. I mean, yeah, but I think yeah, Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea and I grew up in a very loving home, right? Mm-hmm. So for us, in comparison to probably most of the world, love is easy. We've seen what love is. We got to grow up in a really healthy environment overall at least from my perspective i don't know i feel like it was almost too loving because at least with my brother and i i feel like we stay in relationships because we're trying to love the person through their mess the yeah Mm -hmm. and it's sometimes i'll say i don't want to say to our detriment but it's not always to our benefit my question was like my thing is this. I love people through their mess, but I've learned to love from a distance. But I haven't had people equally love me through my mess because I'm not perfect. And that whole double standard of certain things, that's where like hurt and pain comes from. So when I have somebody who cares enough about me, who is equally on the right path, who is equally like moving in the same direction that can encourage me while I'm encouraging them, supportive, 
and has aspirations and certain things where we're at least moving in the same direction. I stay for what's worth staying for, but I'm no longer trying to raise someone's boy to be a man. Like I, I can't do that anymore. Why are you required to love someone through their mess? I don't think that you're required. I just feel, I feel bad for, I don't know. I have a, I'll say I have a fixing problem. Mm-hmm. We both do. Wow. I like to, I like to help people. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I leave them during their hard time, then I'm not being supportive. But, yes, but you're, you, and you're probably not helping them by not leaving either. That is a very good point. But and I hear you. I I hear you, little sis. When you said, you know, you've tried to love people through their mess, but no one's loving you through yours, or has loved you through yours. And so, and I'm challenging: Why do people need? Because you've opted into loving people through theirs. Why? Do, why should people opt in to love you through yours? I mean, isn't it the the like literally the definition of unconditional, right? And when I say a mess, it doesn't mean that I'm pouring my mess into you, but mm-hmm. everybody, you me like all of us sitting here we all have something that we're always mm-hmm. dealing with so a mess doesn't have to be super messy I never said a buzz. you know just, yeah. but we, you, know. you un- like if like what's the point of going through marriage if you know that someone's going to go through some hard times they're going to go through difficulties and you don't know how to be there for them and if you're well, not see, if you're I, unwilling I we're like, talking about marriage though i know but yeah. a relationship yeah we're talking about the, relationship yeah like what's the point of them um, if like with longevity comes difficulties and trials and tribulations Mm -hmm. and if you are signing up for longevity and that's a goal whether it's friendship relationship romance whatever it is you have to know there's going to be some imperfections and that's what makes friendships like true friendships so important when things go wrong are we equally there for each other Mm -hmm. you know are we willing to um bear each other's burdens the reason why fellowship is so important is because we're not supposed to be alone sometimes there's aspects where we have to be to ourselves to heal but we weren't really meant to be alone but that means that we're supposed to help each other and and that doesn't mean tear each other down like certain things but i think that the world is missing a lot in this world because of a lot of selfishness and me 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 and to and maybe this is just my gift but the condition of my heart is like a lot of encouragement and mercy but if everybody's out here just trying to figure it out by ourselves there's somewhere and like Kyle has the answer Jeremy has the answer Chelsea has the answer to someone's problem and like honestly had me and my sister talked a lot more maybe I wouldn't have gone through certain things because I realized there's certain patterns that are very similar in our lives and we're meant to talk like that's why we have testimonies our testimonies are supposed to be that guiding force to other people that are going through those dark times so yeah to a certain extent i feel like as as people of good hearts we are required to love people through their mess because it's that love that helps bring them out like if you look at a can't like think about a dark room and you look at a candle that small little candle light could be the guiding light for each step and you don't see the whole room at a time but that little candlelight is that love right and you take one step at a time and you only see that one step but that little hope of like light love in your life helps guide someone through the moment of darkness so yeah it's required and if everybody required a little bit more this world would be a lot better 
Now I know why they say amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. But to to that, at, okay. So <clears throat> there there's there's a. I appreciate you appreciate you saying all of that because everything everything you touched on, there's a lot of separations. There's a lot of lanes you can go and a lot of avenues you can go off of that. But I think a lot of times when we talk about care, love, and unconditional love, when you're born, you're born into a family. I mean, you know that this is mommy, this is daddy. You know what I'm saying? But and you know that okay, there's another person that kind of is like the same size as me, and we apparently you're you're my brother, you're my sister, whatever like that. So yeah, I'm supposed to just I love you. Or we just have a bond, you know. What I mean, we don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's love yet, and I think it takes time. the 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 time piece is the most important. So even in dating, the time piece is most important because when you meet somebody and you guys are dating, and it's it's really in in a perfect world, everything lines up the way that you want it. But there's you still got to take that time because there are conditions that come with your love, and there are conditions that come with my love. So no love is really, as far as dating, as far as I'm concerned, this is my opinion only, there's really no unconditional love when it comes because everything, there is a condition with that. There's always, I feel like there's always a condition with loving somebody. Like I can I can love you under these terms and conditions, but this one I can't really get with because I just don't understand. And, and a lot of times it just takes time to de- to develop that love and to even make you feel like, this love is unconditional but really there's conditions to it that's that's my problem that's why i have a hard time walking away because it really is unconditional i'm very i'm like almost too forgiving like there i'm trying to think there's i cannot think of a person who has exited my life who hasn't re-entered that i haven't forgiven mm-hmm. and re-entered and still love them despite whatever the, and there's some people who've done some pretty bad things to me that I've allowed to re-enter my life and I love them despite maybe and sometimes people call it foolish but majority like I will say the people who have re-entered my life do better second go round better is relative right when you say they, they don't do, do things to betray me or make me feel unsafe or make me feel they don't do the they same they don't do things. the same well no they I will say better they actually are better people they've mm-hmm. I think part of it is a lot of times they've recognized and that I also that is like as someone like friend or otherwise I'm not if I've gotten to a place where I'm like okay I had to draw this line because I can no longer handle it and be okay they had to recognize what they did, apologize for what they did, and show better action. And they do. They have, at least the people who are here. Someone said something interesting the other day oh. in, um, no, in, in Clubhouse, and it was um, that love and hate flow on the same energy lines. Hell yeah. Like, and they're not, oh yeah. they're, they're not the opposite yeah. of each other. The opposite of love is like um what was the word indifference and literally not having any type of feelings whether it's like you know anger or regret or different things when you see that person that's when you truly 
get over something. But if love and hate are the same energies, then your extreme hate still finds it is still some aspect of yeah, you, of love. You only hate the things or the people that you love. I don't hate anybody. You don't love anybody. <laughs> but 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 to that, it's like I okay. Evie, yep. When we broke up, like I'm telling you, like I imagine some hateful shit for this woman, but then I also like because you deeply loved her. That that part. So it was like, why why am I investing so much hatred, uh, mm-hmm. negative negative like hatred thoughts? You know, even outside of being you know my kid's mother, but just why am I man? I'm not manifesting, but why am I just harboring so many negative hateful thoughts for her? It's the fact that like, yo, I'm I'm really like in love. I'm I love you. I love her. I love you that that much. And I think once I really got myself out of that, then I was able to like see like I actually for the first time in my life saw the good and bad of love. Cause there is a good and bad side of love. You know what I'm saying? Everybody says, you know, it's better to lose you know, better to love than lost and never to have loved at all. And that's bullshit because like because no i but i i do think that's true because it's just like having that experience and having that like walking through and feeling nothing versus walking through and feeling something i think that's what that really means okay i will give you that but at the same i won't say but also (laughs) to that knowing that knowing that side of love that dark side of that dark side of love you're almost like yo i wish i never would have i wish i never would have loved anything or i wish i've never would experience love because if i have to go through this again or if i have to have to mm. feel this way again i don't want it i wish i i would much rather never have ever met this person to make me feel this way than yeah. than experience this hmm. interesting i don't think the the good so you saying the good didn't outweigh the bad? I'm uh, say it again. The good didn't outweigh Did the, the bad. Did the good times mm-hmm. outweigh the bad times? Because to never have met a person means you never get the good times. I focused on the bad times. Yeah, yeah. I focused on the I focused on the bad aspects of love mm-hmm. that made me not want to experience love again. Yep. To the point of the the good times were so blurred, but the good times came back in my mind. When love was at its darkest, and this is after we break up, so the good times always, you know, everything pops up, and then now it's always the what ifs. It's it's all of that. So, so for me, it's like, how do you, how do you, you know, deal with that separation, or how do you even want to want to gather up the the courage to to experience that again? Cause, cause that's a, that's a three headed monster that you, you know, however long somebody's marriage or, um, relationship is, how, how, what, what makes you, what makes you want to say like, this is the woman that I want to, you know, go on this long quest and fight all these dragons or, or, or dragons for yeah, yeah. or demons, you know, and demons being, you know, your characteristics or your, your traits or your personal issues or whatever you got going on in your life. Like what makes me want to quest, go on this love quest 
for for with with this woman, not for, but with with and for this woman all over again, because it's not going to be easy. No, no love worth fighting for is ever easy, period. And you have to like in in the the unfortunate side to that is you have to go through the the dark side of love to get to the light. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Ain't no rebuttal for that. No, there is. (laughs) Right. So with that, yes, I think that's kind of just the learning and growing. It's just like having a friend that you and saying, oh, you, you never had a fight with any of your friends ever. You have to have that experience with somebody. But that doesn't mean that that's going to be experienced with everyone. Not saying that. I'm saying there has been a one person. There has been that person mm-hmm. who you've the the love quest you've yes. conquered. You fought. You slayed the dragons, the demons. You've conquered, and then it you you then once you conquer it, you get the person that you want. But now they take you through another quest, which is probably. Yeah. It it doesn't matter who it is. I'm gonna just speak for me. There was there there is probably more dark than light. Maybe, but you kind of choose what you see, right? So I will say my uh, love of a lifetime. I'll call it that. Like what you're. This sounds like you're saying. I was 19. It took me until I was 32 to really get over it. I was married and divorced in that time for me to get over someone. I was with from 19 to 24. It wasn't until I was 32 years old where I actually felt released from that relationship. And yes, it was one of those when I look back, there were some good times, but the bad times were like bad, like to the point I would be so upset I would throw up bad to the point where I'm like, I never want to love anybody like this again. So honestly, when I remember when I said earlier, my, my like everything wasn't my ex-husband's fault. Part of it is I never really truly allowed myself to fall all the way in love with him. I'm like, I'm going to bring it to this point because I don't want to get to this point And then I feel like that, even though. I had moments where I felt bad, but it was never as bad as it was before. So I get that. But it's like I choose to now focus because he and I are still friends. Like um, my love of a lifetime. We're still friends. And we haven't been together at this point for over a decade. But like we both like said, hey, like there's a place in my heart that you'll always hold because you did teach me how to love. You taught me how to control my emotions opposed to letting them like overtake because just like a baby has to learn how to like self-soothe and all that type of stuff as adults, young adults, we're learning how to love. We're learning how to have these emotions. Like even from like a scientific space, our brains aren't fully developed by the time most of us are falling in love right our brains aren't fully developed so we are still learning which is why it is a lot of this up and down roller coaster and if you don't really learn how to love how to like go through i guess tribulations and trouble and like productively deal with it you will always be in this negative toxic cycle it really ends up being on what you choose to focus on but you you also there's also a separate fight and as with within it is um and even within that that fight of yourself so so with your situation is 
with everybody's situation, I feel like it's always the it's always after the fact. And I think that we have to experience we talked about it, like being men, mm-hmm. like we have to have that heartbreak. We have to go through that yeah. to really we have to we have to first fight fight the woman that that caused this. Then we have to go back and fight ourselves. And I think that as human beings, but I'll I'll say more maybe so as men because he can relate. We have to fight ourselves way harder, like way harder to to, to bounce back. Yeah, to to bounce back in the fight. <clears throat> even with you, you said it from nineteen to thirty. What thirty? Which is the thirty-two? From nineteen to thirty-two, that that self that's that your evil twin inside of you. We'll call it the evil twin. But the person that you have to fight inside of you is is really giving you like it's beating your ass, like you know, because. They throw those extra thoughts out. They throw those extra scenarios out that you probably really shouldn't even be considering for a person who you just met, you know, day one, week one, first date, third date. These scenarios, and they may say something that may trigger something that happened, and then now you are actually on a date looking a person dead in their eye, and you're fighting yourself Mm -hmm. to not succumb to a trigger word or a trigger phrase or whatever like that mm-hmm. you're really sitting there for three hours at a date like you got your eye twitching sweating and shit like oh my god like or on the flip side <laughs> because you're fighting that because you're like i'm not going to i'm not going to be turned off from love i'm not going to be hard i'm not you then everything turns into a oh this is amazing this is because you're trying to not it's it's the opposite of now being cold and turned off because you don't want to be cold and turned off. You're just super in love with everything and That's everybody. a fight though. It is a fight. So you you basically just said, "Yo, shut the fuck up. I got this real quick." And, and meanwhile, it's punches in the back of the head from like, "Yo, yeah, so they're like, we're not done yet." Things. You know what I mean? It's like, just like some of it, some of it's like, "Oh, okay." Because of this, you then ignore the red flags. So everything is love because you don't want to be jaded and turned off from love and you're not smart and the other the other extreme is even when it is love you're going to kind of fight it because love has been so bad right but i don't know i'm gonna go back to i still want my the answer to my question but then another question i'm like uh, what's the difference between love and care but i'm like does does love really have to be hard i'm like i don't know i look at my friendships now and my friendships are pretty easy. Probably like, more so now because the communication is easier. Yeah, but even my new friendships are easy. You know, like my old friendships, some of them just like were never hard. And mm. I'm like, why can't we now have relationships with people who we like? It really is that friendship focus. I was even talking to my friends the other day and um she was saying i guess her long-term man like cheated and she was like if he would have just talked to me she was open to an open relationship but he didn't talk to her about it he just decided to go elsewhere and then betrayed her trust and she was like if you would just talk to me we could have actually worked it out you know so a lot of times the friendship aspect is taken out of relationships because people aren't communicating uh it goes to i I don't remember what i was listening to but just like the possession 
in a relationship feeling like you own this person and they can't have feelings or thoughts and now they're free to communicate things that you guys could work out and not saying that it even has to turn into an open relationship but maybe it's just like oh well I felt stimulated by this person because of X, Y, and Z. And now you're talking to your partner. And now you guys are able to uh, now come to a place where you're connecting on that outside stimulant. I agree. I will agree. But I won't say but. To that, like, all that comes with time. Like, the time piece will always be so relevant and it's a matter of are you willing to put in that time like we talked about the quest of love like are you willing are you willing to do that because on a first date like sometimes people can just tell like off the bat like listen it ain't even ain't even worth the the i know in the long term i won't want to put up the fight for this mm-hmm. bless you excuse me thank you um yeah. You you kind of can just like really assess and and fill out somebody to know like if this person's worth a fight. Um, I've been on dates. I've dated people that I know that we may have not crossed the threshold for me to even start the quest. But at the same time, I know where mentally and maybe emotionally where I'm at, I wouldn't want to put them into a fight for you know because it's an equal battleground mm-hmm. but i wouldn't want to put them in a fight whereas though it's gonna it's gonna feel one-sided and i would never want nobody to do that for me because if i'm not putting up no fight for you why would why would you do it for me so then do you just walk away or do you let it linger on i don't i don't nec- i don't walk away but i may i may get on your side and maybe fight with you and fight and see what like what see what it is that what what are you fighting and it doesn't have to necessarily be with me but like what is it that you're fighting so we can maybe you i might find some shit out that i need to work on myself so like what what is it that you're fighting and then we don't have to it doesn't necessarily have to be um we don't have to go the the relationship route i mean the you know the dating relationship route but we can just we still have that relationship to where as though we have that open communication. We can talk. We can. So y'all friends. We can. Yeah. But I, I feel like a lot of times and in, in especially in this day and age, the the friendship of the friendship portion of the quest is lost. Is skipped. We go. We try to take a shortcut to go to straight relationship. You think it's because of sex? I don't think it's because of sex. I think it's because we may focus on one aspect of a person and we may find that one good niche and try to ride that wave all the way sex included maybe not included either way but we try to take that one niche of that person and just dwell off of that and then when we try to go into another lane that's what a that's where it's like, well, what, you didn't do, you never did this. What, what is this shit? What's like, that? What's yeah, like, what is this? That's why, that's why, going back to the trips, you know, that's why, you know, four weeks, go somewhere. Yeah. Go somewhere for the weekend. I'm with, I'm with the weekend, yeah. Yeah, because you, look, you can't pretend to be somebody else for three days straight. If you can, then you're psycho. Nah, day two, I'm definitely scratching and spitting. 
If, if like, you I'm cool, if, yeah, if you nice. can if you can be somebody else for three days straight, you are a sociopath. <laughs> you crazy? You're a sociopath. On a on a, I might be a sociopath. You can be you can be a, a fake person for three days straight. Yeah, that's called role playing. Like you never for, you look. You don't get a break. Maybe you take First a break all, when you take a shower. This nigga's toxic. So we already <laughs> know, like <laughs> I'm just saying, like when you say a whole different person, like like I I enjoy opera now for three days or I don't know, but if there's I don't know. I don't, I know what you're saying, I'm playing along, I'm playing into it, but I I just three days. Sure. That's that's hard. Yeah, three months, nah. You can't it's be. it is still hard for three days straight not having a break. To keep this game face up, it is difficult. I would go to sleep. That's a break. <laughs> exactly. Your break is sleep. Oh yeah, yeah. You ain't gotta look at them. Yeah. Technically, no. But you gotta look at them in the morning. You had to look at them in the morning. You might have to look at them in the middle of the night. I'm just saying. But what's? But the difference is, I would say something. Say what are you talking what about? What is there to say? I don't know. Depends on what the you person. Sleep. You ain't got nothing to say to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you taking a break. You ain't got nothing to say. You sleep. The fact that I'm sleep tells you everything. You know, you sitting up here. You sitting up here. <laughs> oh shit, girl. Oh god. You you sitting up here oh, smiling god. and laughing when it's. I don't know. I mean, you was probably sleep for a different reason. You feel me? Like you don't even know why you was sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, but um. <laughs> okay, so what's the, what's the difference between love and care? Love and care. I feel like that's our final question. That's the final question. I just I just final want the question. answer. Let me them headphones. Yeah. You can answer that while I. Yeah. What's the difference between love and care? What is the difference between love? And Real quick, care? while you ponder, yeah. somebody says she need to be on every week. I don't know who she is. Which which she? Both of them. Both of them. Every week. Every week. Everybody in the club. Tipsy. We'll have to come back. So, doctor. The whole rest of the song. Yo, don't do that all the time. We'll have to come back with Dr. Bay with her her AKAs. Dr. Bay. All right. Dr. Bay? Dr. Bay. Bay. Dr. Bay. She's a doctor. With the hands of gold. Yeah, but Bay. What's the Bay part? I don't know because you know how they're yeah you know how they were like oh the IT Bay and all those bays we're just I just started calling her Doctor Bay. I respect it. Remember the teacher? She came and she was like yeah. So the teacher Bay. So then I just started calling her Doctor Bay. I get it. Yeah. So love and care. The difference between love and care. I don't know. What is loving? What is caring? Mm -hmm. So it is. I love you versus I care for you. I think the difference comes into unconditional unconditionality. If I conjugated that right, um, when I I love you, mean I think there is a wider gamut of things I do for you in a, a deeper depth of feelings I feel for you. I care about you. I think is a is is the is a the generic version of I love you. It's more general. Um, I care for you. I care about homeless people, but I'm not trying to save everyone versus I love my family members. I'll, I'll, I'll do a lot more to make sure their well-being. Um, I think caring for somebody uh, is more of at a distance, at an arm's length. It can be closer. Caring can can approach loving, 
loving never regresses to caring. Hmm, interesting. Um, Someone yeah. told me care is uncertain love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A guy said that. Care is uncertain love. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I've, I've been in this situation. Someone said, I love you, and I responded back, I care for you too. I don't think that's toxic. No. I'll see. Yo. I'll be feeling bad for saying that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Look. That makes me feel good. You know what? I would much rather that Thank than. You. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but I love, I love everybody. I'm like, oh, you need a piece of my liver? Okay, let me go get tested. Let me see if we're a match. What? And then your security guard comes in and be like, nah. I'm like, I love you like a friend. <laughs> that hurts. That, I mean, if I'm dating you, you tell me you love me like a friend. No, no, don't say that to me. Then I wouldn't say it back. All right, then just don't. I'd rather you not say nothing back. Like, just don't do that. I'll question myself later on why you didn't say it back. But don't tell me I love you as a friend. But there's pe- no, wait, time out. But there's people who are trying on. to date me. And I tell them I'm not trying to date them. And they keep telling me they love me. I'm like, I love you, just not in those terms. Okay, well, well, you didn't say that. You you cleared yourself up. Now it makes sense, but you didn't say that. Well, let me ask ask the table this. Do you really love me if you're waiting for me to say it back? If you question. No. And my thing is. That's conditional. That's just uncertain It's extremely conditional. If you like, well, why? That's manipulation. It is manipulation. If you say, if you're feeling like, well, why don't you say it back? You condition. don't really love me. Is that condition or not? It's yeah. a condition. They put that condition on you. Yeah, so the terms. Yeah. I've said Do you don't accept? have to. I'm <laughs> like, right, 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 right. I have said no like cookies I'll on a website. My Ooh, ex-husband. Show title. Got you. What's that? Conditional love, accept or accept right. or decline. It's another one. You know what I'm saying? Um, for, I was like, you don't ahead. have to tell me. When I told my ex-husband, I was like, you don't have to say it back. No, I don't. Do and that. that's real no. love. No, that's real love. Because I didn't want him to feel obligated or weird. Word. And I was like, it, I, it was like before he even had an opportunity to fake say it or say it or whatever. I was like, you don't have to say it back. Hmm. I'll answer. Uh, the difference is, I guess for me, um, is what I'm willing to go through slash or sacrifice. So love... I think love is love is a buildup, but care is like kind of always there. Um, regardless of you know what happens, I'm gonna always care for you. You know, everybody say oh, I always love you, always you know. But for me, it's like yo, I always care. For, like cause care for me is like you you genuinely want to make sure that that person knows that you're always there. I mean, the love the love is gonna the love aspect will I feel like will always be in place or always be there but the care is knowing when to knowing when to step in knowing when to not step in that that's that that's care so like when you say your friends will like you know little sister come through like yo that's she's care she cares about you I mean grand we already know she loves that's that's whatever but like when she sees you like really battling yourself like you know going through your battles or whatever like like the care is Knowing when to step in, the care is. Is care like like? We no. Okay. Care, like I said, we, you said care is the uncertain love, uh-huh. but but then there's there's another I guess step to it maybe. I I'm gonna just 
say say how I feel about so it. So more like universal. But yeah, you can, you can. So, like it's both. And like it's like you can, but it, but then it's like it, that's the question: to be or not to be. That is the question: to care or not to care. That is the question. So it's. I'm sure that I'm sure you, we all have family members we we love, but don't 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 use family members because that's no because I'm just not because you want romantic that. love. You feel what I'm saying? Because I'm looking at it as dating, like because yeah, I'm sure that people we love that we probably once cared about that we no longer necessarily care about. I'm always gonna or, care. Or, or vice versa is probably the better way that we we have once loved, we no longer love, but I, we do care about. I them. think I think to care is a yeah. is a is a substitution for to know. To 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 be relevant to know. Explain. Um. How I want to say it. So, I care about you. I, I care to know what's going on with you. I still care about you. So to to me is to stay relevant to know about this person, to know that. I know that every June thirteenth is the the your dog's death anniversary. So like I'm gonna make sure that I know that I care about this day because this is a sad day for you, and I know that I I care enough and I love you enough to know that. No, nah, you just said I love you enough. Yeah, um, it's it, who somebody said they they wanted the same. It's uh, uncertain. Who said uncertain? I said uncertain. Okay, so it's so, but at that point it kind of escapes and it's it's certain. But I care enough to remember that day because it's important to maybe it's important to you. So I need to know that I need to care about that day because flip side, <laughs> I love you and I need I care about your feelings. I care enough to remember that i i want to know how you're feeling this day i clearly i'm going to know how you're feeling but can you not care about that but then if the person needs you that you're there yes okay i'm always be there like i'm like i really don't care about the minutiae i don't really care about that stuff but if you call me and it's an emergency and you need a piece of my liver no, like you keep saying liver i'm not giving up no body parts but i'm i'm gonna be there for i don't you. know i'm like a liver grows back right hey, that's what does it yeah fun fact of the day i did not know that yeah that's so that's, that's why that's why i said liver because it's something that i give away it's just temporarily missing but then it comes back you know not like a kidney if it's gone i like tell like my brother and sister are the only people i'd give my heart like if you they needed that? my heart they they got it mm, yeah. thought you were snapple fact look at you <laughs> got his ass <laughs> but uh why yeah. do you, why do you like how do you die if you uh, bleed to death? Huh? What? You can answer that. That's like some, that's some, what's, that's what's the reason? Shit. Like what's the reason? Like for your what's the cause of death if you bleed to death? You. Ble- I don't know what is the cause of death. It's essentially like asphyxiation because it's lack of oxygen. Your body's no longer getting oxygen. Mm. It's oxygen. Your blood carries oxygen. Yeah. I don't know. That was random. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We had one fifty. So yeah. One fifty. Yeah. Why'd you? You, you be rapping, bro. It was me. <laughs> you be rapping. It was me tonight. Tay said it. Tay said it ahead. Kyle rapping tonight. It was me tonight. I apologize. You good? Bet I'm not saying nothing else for three episodes. Uh, now nah, y'all done fucked up. Now now I'm quiet again. Yeah, now I was gonna yeah. get drunk and zone out like I used to do. Damn right there. Yeah. Turn out. Turn out, Kyle. 
Yeah, now you about to get to just get drunk for an hour straight. <laughs> I was I was told on one of the things that I'm I don't talk enough sometimes. That like you just get out there and you just say your three words. Well, now look at you. You got look an hour and fifty minutes of of you and Charnel talking. No, I'm joking. Uh, okay. <laughs> that was my joke. No, it was funny. Okay. I chuckled. Anyway, um, we're gonna get up on out of here. Uh, thank you, Chelsea and Security, for being Security. <laughs> for being here tonight. We appreciate you, ladies. Thank you, thank you. Thank um, you. And how can they find you and get yes. more of their uh, financial, real estate, tax, inf- insurance information? Shout that out. And you guys can find me on IG at Chelsea's underscore change C H E L S E Y S underscore change um, Chelsea'sChange.com, CharmFinancialSolutions.com. And Clubhouse, Chelsea's Change. Awesome. Um, and YouTube, too. Yeah. So um, are you holding any, like, seminars, online seminars, anything like that, mm, classes, anything? Question. So I'm doing um, one on Clubhouse. So if you guys are on Clubhouse, get on, find me, Chelsea's underscore change. Uh, anything else, because I might do a text one this before the year is out. Uh, and then also my book. Oh, wait, I'm supposed to show that, right? I mean, uh, you know, for the people out there, y'all can't see it, but it's called the 28 Day Get Money Challenge. So, it's 28 money. days of showing different ways to to get money, like every day, and it really changing the way that you think about money, uh, see money, and use money so you can live the life that you want to live. Word. Yeah. So that's on the website too. Well, but Instagram will tell you whatever you need to know. Again, we appreciate you for coming on. It was Thank it's always guys. always a pleasure always. to see you. Always, always, always a pleasure to see you uh, and security. Security, <laughs> always a pleasure to see you, ladies. And um, thank you. We appreciate it thank for taking you. us on this quest of yeah. love and knowledge. So, uh, without further ado, I don't have anything else. You have anything else? I'm good man. Dope ass chicks of the week. Dope ass you chicks two. of the week. Thank you. So, without further ado, we're up out of here. Out of here. And as always, love, life, and libations. Get your, get your, come on now. Bam. Love us in a scene. And she says, Do you love me? And he says, So will it sleep? I love you, Lord, baby. And I.